Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Alex. And if you're ready to unlock conversations where you can be wholeheartedly yourself, then come on in. Hello, good morning. Hi there. Okay, so we have already been having a little conversation. We have, and we decided that right now is the right time to press record. Yes, exactly. So I'll start with how we started and we'll see where we go. Um, So I recently started looking for a coach for a one-off session. And through the process of looking for a coach, I learned so much about what not to do, I would say. (laughs) It's been a while, right? It's been a while since you were actively looking for someone to work with. Absolutely. Yes. So just for everyone listening, Alex and I coach each other fortnightly at the moment um, and have done for quite a while now. Yeah, I think maybe two years or something now. Oh my gosh, is it that long? That's wild. Um, Yeah, so I I haven't worked with a coach aside from Alex in a really long time, but I was looking for a really specific um specialism so it made sense for me to to look outside of our container she didn't identify me yeah yeah (laughs) just to clarify (laughs) I'm done with you I'm over it (laughs) now I'm going to record a podcast about all of that process yeah (laughs) drama (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah I was looking for for something really specific so I went to Instagram because I know there are lots of coaches on Instagram and I just found like coach after coach of different I just wanted to like message them all and tell them why like you know I'd looked at your page because I found you through this search term I just wanted to give them that feedback because I know how helpful that would be or would have been for me when I was active on Instagram for people to tell me like if they had clicked through and looked at my website and then decided never to message me like why what what had happened what had fallen down so I just want to share a few of the things um the first thing I found was the search term I had used not matching the content that they'd then put on their Instagram page right and because Instagram's changed now hasn't it so it's not just hashtags that you search like you actually it searches content as well doesn't it like SEO yes yeah but were you clicking on hashtags or were you just clicking on it no I was clicking I think yes what I was using was you know what people can put in their name yeah so you were just looking at a list of accounts and clicking list on of accounts yeah and just seeing them so I would click on look at a little bit of their content and then realize like this is unrelated to what I'm looking for so I think right. they get you know they get immediately cast aside from that <laughs> so if it doesn't actually you're not doing sharing on the topic that you say you are I mean which sounds so obvious but honestly so many of them I clicked on I was like this is not a match this is not a match really Um, yeah which was just weird and then if they were if they were talking about the area and and I liked it I would click on their link lots of people really difficult to find the link that I was looking for like just have a link to your website like yes have all your other links 
have How a link to your website at the bottom. That? It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, or it would say like one-on-one coaching, you'd click on it and it'd link you directly to book a consult with them. No, I want to read about it. I want to yeah. know the price. So inaccessibility to just find the information and like all these really clever things, but they're not just the website, like all these challenges and these free classes and sign yeah. up to my newsletter, like just give me a link to your website. The ones that did, I made it through <laughs> onto their face. You know, already this is quite a lot of effort, like just to point yeah. out for a potential client, this is a lot of effort to go through already. So you've got to really want it. Um, not having the price on there. Why yeah. are people still doing that? Oh my gosh, my biggest, one of my biggest bugbears in the coaching industry is people not being transparent about their pricing. It yes. winds me up so much. And I myself, back in the day when I was full on in the bubble, I've oh. been on consultation calls where you get to the bit you're really loving the call you're having a really nice time and you get to the bit where they tell you the price and your stomach just drops because it's completely out of your price range but then by that point you are emotionally invested um you're also sort of well especially for me at the time I felt like awkward if I was to say no so I felt like kind of socially indebted to the person and um and I could have cleared all of that if I'd have just known I can go into this call knowing that no matter what the price was it's a price that I'm willing to spend and then if I sorry there's some beeping in the background um if I like the coach then I can go ahead with it if we don't vibe then it wasn't for me but I need to know yeah I'm surprised that you even got on those consult calls because I, I think Back that takes a lot of bravery now never no. Ever. no I mean to even get someone through the through that door of meeting you on a call I think is hard without the price on there because the pricing in the coaching industry is so varied like it could be 10 pounds or it could be 10,000 pounds yeah, yeah so genuinely <laughs> genuinely and I think that like there, there were, they were consults that I actually then didn't go through. I, you know, I did the whole, I'm going to think about this. They gave their mm-hmm. objections about why I should do it right then and there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but I managed to stay strong enough to then send them a message afterwards and be like, I don't think this is the right time for me. Um, but there was, if I, if I had not done that, or if, you know, for whatever reason, I was just really caught up in the moment then I could easily be tens of thousands of pounds in debt. Now I'm only just a few thousands of pounds in debt, thanks to coaching, <laughs> but tens of thousands. I, and it, it could so easily spiral out of control. And all that it takes is just people being transparent. And as, as you say, I thought we were past it, but apparently we're not. I, I honestly couldn't believe how many people didn't have it on there. Yeah. And I just cannot understand the logic of that. Like, why do you want to try and convince someone yeah. on a call who can't afford your service? Like, yeah. it's because wild at that me. point you are, you're basically subconsciously saying, "I'm going to emotionally manipulate you into this decision," like yeah. because yeah. I haven't given you all the information. 
I'm yeah. relying on you either loving me so much of creating an online persona mm -hmm. of which you don't actually know in real life. You don't know how much of what is true is of what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. But then I'm relying on you being so sucked into everything that I've created that you're an instant yes, that I have yeah. emotionally manipulated you to the success of my business. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. continue this, continue with your story that like oh this is how I felt yesterday when I was doing this I was like oh my god I just felt so like oppressed by the whole thing it was like oppressive energy it was horrible um you know and then so okay so the people who didn't have prices they were then out um really really long sales pages bearing in mind I was looking for a one-off session I'm I understand a long-form sales page if you're selling like a longer term container like maybe there is more information people need to know but such scroll 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 to get to the bottom are we still um, doing that too are we still, still doing like uh yeah. float floaty language about the product testimonial yeah. testimonial yeah specific information about the product testimonial testimonial information yeah. about me and all my stuff like oh gosh oh really formulaic and you know they can work if you're really if that's really the right product for someone like that can be a beautiful experience to be taken through that journey but I when I was writing sales pages I was always putting the price at the top <laughs> just because I'm like just put the price at the top for me so I know straight away from yes or no because I was scrolling to the bottom seeing if the price was within the range that I know I want to pay and clients know what their range is let's just stop taking that power away from potential clients they know what their budget is for this um and you know and then having to scroll back and like read it if it was within that range so that was really annoying um and the interesting thing is I, I posted in a Facebook group that I'm part of because I got sick of this. I got sick of looking at it. Yeah, the endless I, hunting. I did. I looked at about 25 accounts and, wow. you know, some were and, you know, discounting them for the reasons I've said. And then I was finding some. So before I went to Facebook, I was discounting them on being way too high of price, like way out of my my range mm -hmm. um yeah so then I went to Facebook after I'd looked at about 25 accounts posted in a group that I'm part of which um has a lot of coaches in it and was asking I is this you or do you know someone looking for a recommendation and I was very clear about like what I'm looking for uh in terms of the you know I want a one-off session with a little bit of follow-up support in these specific areas yeah. And I want someone who's an expert in those areas. And um, I got DMs from people from that group, which is fine. But I hadn't, A, I hadn't actually asked for DMs. I'd ask them to comment below. Yeah. So already there's a little bit of a crossing of a boundary there of reaching into a DM being like, I'm going to set myself apart by being in the DM and having a conversation with you. Yeah. Which is okay, but not ideal. <laughs> yeah yeah but it was really for me the nature of these dms that I got that was quite disappointing to me because 
what I'm going through at the moment is is what I'm going through. Like when people are thinking about working with a coach, they're moving through something, they're going through something that, you know, they're having this internal experience that they feel like they need support with. And that's yeah. what I'm moving through. And the DMs I got were very generic, like, hi, I saw your post. Um, this is exactly what I do with my clients. My clients go on to blah, blah. You know, they gave me their sales pitch mm -hmm. and then they gave me links. And not one sent me a message, which is a message that I actually would have replied to because I'm not going to reply to any of those, which would have been like, hi, I saw your post. Can you tell me a bit more about what you're going through right now? Yes, yes, yeah. And I would have replied to that. Yeah. Bearing in mind that this is like a really hot lead. Like a, this is someone who yeah. wants to hire a coach, is looking for something in exactly your field of expertise. Mm -hmm. Like, why isn't the first question to find out more? Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about what you're going through? Can you tell me a bit more about you? How long have you been a coach? Yeah. Like, just ask me some questions. That's your job. Like, <laughs> your job is to ask questions yeah. and you can't ask them. You just give me a sales pitch. And, you know, this is no shade to any of those people. I, I understand. But I just hope that through this conversation, if there are coaches listening, that they think about how that feels to the person on the other end to just receive a sales pitch like that when they're going through something yeah like, yeah or when they're they've reached a point where they're excited to pursue something like you yeah. just want to tell people what you're moving through <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and you can kind of bridge bridge the two like you can yeah. if you want to just go because I'm definitely the type of person where I like to gather information behind the scenes or for myself, like yeah. before I speak to someone. So yeah. I think like it might have, it, it might have left me a little bit wanting if they didn't also say a link or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So like, what are you going through? Um, if you want to have a brief look at what I do, here's a link. Um, I'd love to hear from you or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. you kind of straddle both camps. Um, yeah. But yeah. Because also, like, I had given him, I had given like a couple of bullet points of information of what I was looking for. But if you're instantly giving me a sales pitch after that, it tells me that you don't really care whether you can truly help me or not, yes. whether you're truly the right coach for me. It just tells me that you want the sale, you yeah. want the money. Because you might not be you know the I did click on a few of these links just to have a look at their websites and I was like this is not for me like one of them was talking to people who have a particular condition I don't have that condition like it's just so interesting to me yeah um these missed opportunities um yeah. to actually genuinely help people and I think this is like the difference between why you why you want to get into this industry versus what it does to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a really key point is the fact that a lot of these are learned from yeah. being in the industry. Like, yeah, they're everything that you're exposed to when you're really new 
pushes you towards this exact like the opposite of what we're but everything that we're talking about it pushes you into those tactics and it's yeah it's really really hard to break out of them yeah but it's also really unnatural behavior because I think if you like if you're someone who's taken the time and the money to train to be a coach and and start a business it's probably because you're naturally really want to help people you're empathic you care you want to make a difference and if you think before all your training before this conditioning happened someone was asking you for help in whatever capacity you would meet them as a human being like it's you know when I used to work in my corporate job I used to have like this (laughs) like little agony aunt corner I used to think of it because I sat in the corner of the office and there was a spare desk next to me so there was an empty chair and um various people used to like come and sit in that chair and I'd essentially be coaching them (laughs) not realizing that I was doing that yeah Um, you know because if someone came and asked me for help like my natural propensity was to try and help them not to not to sell them not to it's just such weird behavior when you think about how you would naturally respond in the real world yeah absolutely and that was the other thing we were saying before we started recording is just how removed from reality all the Mm -hmm. coaching bubble is like once you once you get that little view out of the bubble once you step outside of it and you look back in it seems preposterous like it seems (laughs) so un unreal and just so and when I was you know sometimes your little Instagram jaunts take you on a well-traveled path from your past and I was (laughs) I've been I was doing that a bit this morning actually and I was just suddenly like this is so nuts like it's just wild the amount of um the these things that people get away with and the prices that people charge like imagine imagine if a personal trainer well personal trainers kind of bridges the gap a little bit but a personal Mm -hmm. trainer or like an electrician came to look at a problem that you had and they were like that will be seven thousand pounds for (laughs) two days work you're like seven thousand (laughs) pounds absolutely not get out of my house (laughs) but in the coaching world you can charge seven thousand pounds an hour yeah exactly it's yeah it's crazy it just and I think that's what I I think that's what I got to where I realized like when we were in our conversation just before those kind of prices really high pricing you pay those prices because of some future result that you think it's going to give you so it relies on you're not paying for the actual service you're not paying for the time with that person you're paying for some idea of what they're selling you the idea yes you're paying for this dream of of the result and I've don't think in life that you can ever accurately predict what's going to happen in the future no matter how hard you try to make it be something it isn't fully within your control what happens in life it isn't 
there are yeah. many factors all whirling together that creates your life and you can have some influence sure like you can you can control how you respond to what happens in life but you can't actually control life circumstances mm-hmm. fully so when I and I was telling you before like when I, I I then came across like a totally different approach like I came across a a person talking about something totally different on the on a website by accident and I was like oh maybe maybe this could help me maybe I just need to talk to someone like maybe I just need some space held as I talk through this um which we can definitely do um but I clicked on his pricing and he's fairly new to it but he was charging 40 pounds an hour yeah and it just I if I paid 40 pounds an hour I would be paying for the hour that I spent with him I wouldn't be paying for the future image of the result that I think talking to him would get me yeah 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 absolutely like I pay 50 pound for I think it's 45 minutes or something with an osteopath once a month at the moment and I'm paying for that time that I'm there and if he was to say this session is now going to be 400 pounds then I would be like absolutely not like (laughs) there's there's no way you can't what are you what are you charging me for here because it's not it's not what we were doing before it's not these 45 Mm. minutes um at that point he would have to be like I can make you into this like your body is going to feel the best it's ever felt um and at that point you're into the realm of promising dreams and how can you how can you do that yeah yeah it's kind of a mess is oh, it's such where I keep coming back to like every time I talk about the coaching industry yeah I just come back to you that this is such a big mess that's been created yeah and it's so sad because I think that 99% of the people in it started at least for the right reasons yeah and just got wrapped up and lost along the way yeah yeah absolutely and I you know we've spoken so many times over the last couple of years about how unsure I've been about whether I want to keep being involved in that space and the only way that I've found I can be um I can be happy with still coaching and um and still having that side of my business is to a have other things like to not just be a coach you know I want to build um, sources of income in other ways have other places of to play with creativity and those kinds of things but then b to not be getting my clients through social media um yeah. and to not um you know to even if I do move my put a slightly more effort based um put slightly more effort into my business because at the moment there's zero there's zero effort going on um but if I was to that effort would not be spent on Instagram or on marketing and even though I know that as you just explained that is where people will likely go to look for a coach I just can't I just don't I don't even want to do it differently I just don't Mm. want to do it it's just not enjoyable 
Or it's yeah. not even that it's just not enjoyable. It's just not something I, I want to be involved with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, had I clicked on someone's Instagram, you know, when I was in that experience, had I clicked on an account and it was like a static account, I know you're saying you don't want to do it differently, but just for like, in case someone is listening to this thinking, how would I do it differently? Yeah. Like just to give an example, like if I had clicked on a an account that just had, so, you know, almost like a mini website, like yeah. a post about them, a post about their work, a post, a post about a belief they have, a post about how they see the world, like just a few static posts, a link to their website, would still be fine it's just a route in it doesn't have to be like a whole selling of the dream to get someone to buy something because I think the difference here is like instead of cultivating a community and then selling them on a dream to get business like there are people out there who are actively looking for support in certain areas like just make it easy for those people to find you and connect with you like you don't have to try and bring everyone along into your dream yeah I I completely I completely agree and you know that I think there's there it's really difficult to find the place on social media that is um that is the right balance between building a business or building a brand um Mm -hmm. and not um and not being like not being that funnel not turning basically your whole persona into a funnel and I personally I'm if it's possible I hope someone is doing it and is enjoying it but I just personally find it too difficult to strike that balance and I know that social media has the word social in it is meant to be social is meant to be community based but when every account that you're supposedly friends with um is using it as a marketing platform and in order to take you down a particular route then I start to understand why things get so confusing on my end you know when every single thing that you run into contact with is like no come this way no come this way like it's all good like and these people are just they're just talking they're just talking about their businesses and they're just talking about who they are and they might mean it might be so well intentioned but when you take everything um all at once when you take it all together when you're scrolling on your feed or when you're just being on the app the overall effect is overwhelming yeah yes I agree I agree but you can't stop people where you can't you still did the the search you know as a potential client you were still that's where you started your search yeah I think because I've been been in the coaching industry like I know I'm not sure if people outside of it would do that I don't think they would but Mm -hmm. um I think certainly other coaches are doing that yeah yeah um, I think you know I I wonder whether there will be a move away I I wonder whether the coaching industry will get smaller over time I was you know I'm seeing at the moment a lot of people just (laughs) this is a bit of a weird uh 
uh, mirror image to make, but I'm seeing a lot of people leave veganism at the moment. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing like a lot of people who are really into being vegan, yeah. questioning it and reintroducing animal products into their diet. And I kind of wonder whether like the coaching industry will go for its own version of that, where big names or even small names, but people will start to drop out and be like, actually, this doesn't feel right. Actually, this isn't what I imagined it would be. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can see better ways to do the work I want to do and you know we're we're good examples of this already happening and I wonder if if we're just an early adopter of that change because you know you're saying like I'm not doing that I'm not being on Instagram being a coach Mm -hmm. and you don't I know you're in a place where you're not sure where where your coaching will go right now but for me as well like I just started my degree and the degree I've chosen is psychology with counselling because actually like if I want to go down like a a counselling route I can with this degree and it was I was very like consciously chose the one that can take me on that route if I want to and I'm not sure I do mm-hmm. but actually I think the therapy model makes a lot more sense than the coaching model right now yeah yeah um, Absolutely. So is there going to be a mass extinction? <laughs> I really I really think so. I really I think there's enough people questioning. Um I'm not sure if you've seen these accounts. I can't remember any of the the title the you know account names right now. But um these accounts that do just like call out bad practices, question yeah. um coaches and you know all these kinds of stuff. And I think there's enough people who are questioning especially from within the industry that I think a um more training will hopefully start being implemented both you and me have gone through training um additional training once we kind of had this pinprick moment of what's going on with with coaching even though we'd done life coaching said like certificates we were like no do you know what I want to back myself a lot more with um, a different you went with psychology and counseling I went the somatic route and wanted to get something made sure the course was accredited um that it wasn't you know just completely made up um <laughs> and yeah and we've kind of both made that step which I think a lot of people are or will do and then I think the next step is for me going more into community so wanting to make sure that um to go a bit old school again and to put flyers up in my village hall or whatever you know to put um business cards out and to connect with people on a more real basis in you know in real life I've even put this line on my website that's like that says if you want to work if you want to work together in real life like meet up then please just reach out because I would love not to work on zoom all the time and I, I do think people will start to to make those those moves and then hopefully coaching will have more of like a a grounded um a grounded reality rather than what it is on social media at the moment because I don't think that's sustainable absolutely yeah and I don't think there'll ever be an end to coaching as a practice because I think coaching 
has existed long before the coaching industry and it will exist long time after the demise of the industry I think it's the as you say it's the practices it's the tactics it's the social media it's the selling of a dream um but coaching itself is happening everywhere coaching was happening in my little corner in my corporate (laughs) job by accident coaching is happening in our conversations that we have you know outside of formal coaching even like yeah 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 and I, I you know I see it kind of similarly to what um happened or is happening in like personal training or fitness industries where everything at one point was very much about um extreme weight loss looking a very specific type of way um you know calorie restriction um and now and that was reflected in wider culture you know in magazines Mm. and and everything and now it's definitely moved away from being about um extreme pressure on weight loss or movement or any of those things and is more I think I haven't been in the personal training world uh, in a long time (laughs) but is is more about a a more healthy look on life and mm-hmm. movement and exercise and eating and I I remember because it was so stark but there was one person who I think I went to school or university with and I just they just came up on my suggested feed with a reel after Christmas talking about um the new year and exercising and you know they used I can't even remember exactly what they said but it was very much like do you not fit into your jeans anymore after Christmas? <laughs> like, let's lose weight together in 2023. And I was like, ugh, no, that's so, that's so wrong and so outdated now. And I think hopefully that's where coaching will go when you see one of these messages that's like, make a hundred thousand pounds in in a month or how to get your next 20K month, then you'll be like, oh no. Yeah I mean certainly you and I are already having that experience aren't we like we're already seeing those those coaching kind of things and being like ooh, don't want that yeah Um, yeah so I think I don't know maybe in our next call I mean if you have anything in response to this now I'd love to hear it but maybe this needs a wider conversation because I wonder if we could explore together like what does the future of coaching look like like what would that world be like because I don't think you know I don't want anyone to listen to this and think I'm saying you can't be a coach you can't have a coaching business it's over it's the industry like I want to make it really clear like we're talking about death to the coaching industry not death to coaching (laughs) and so yeah yeah yeah. you know um do you have any any vision of what a, a future healthy coaching experience could look like for the world um do you know I I really see I see the value in in coaching so so purely and I understand mm-hmm. how important it is for people to connect uh, with individuals on a soul level deeply about what's going on in their life and and receive guidance and I see that a lot more like the like the village witch a lot more Mm -hmm. you know like the individual in the community who you can go to for certain 
for mm. certain things and I really hope that more people um do it in their communities that more people establish themselves um locally and without such an emphasis on huge profits and huge um huge wealth and like these enormous programs Mm. um because what you're into then is then mass production and we have got currently this mass market um and coaching this huge um this unsustainable mass production and I really want to pair it back to just like locally sourced um sustainably um, produce products or goods or just coaching on an individual talking basis um Mm. that is small and is um and goes back to like those that more rooted um person or individual within a community what about you I think that's really beautifully put and I agree it sounds like you were kind of describing like fast fashion versus a handmade bespoke dress you know out of of natural materials yeah I think it's really important to to know is that these things I think are prevalent in every industry yeah like the the attitude is prevalent in every industry so it's no surprise really that it's prevalent in coaching because it's going to be prevalent everywhere yeah exactly it's a reflection of the world that we live in yeah and and the experience that we're having but I I agree with you I mean something that always stays with me when I first trained to be a coach I posted it on my Facebook page said I've qualified I'm a coach now and I'm starting a business and here's my website you know and um I got a message from a woman that I used to work with and I hadn't worked with her for for about five years at that point and she messaged me to say like oh I'm so happy that you're you've become a coach that's amazing and just so you know like I I've always thought that you would do something like this because that conversation we had seven years ago um changed my life because we had had this conversation where she, you know, she wasn't happy working in this this office environment and she had two young daughters and she really wanted to become a teaching assistant, go and work at the school and uh, and she wanted to train to be a teacher. I think that was her long-term plan. Um, but she just wanted a different, different pace. She wanted to work at the school so she could do school hours. And, um, and I was just like, do it like why don't you do it like what do you need to do you know and I just talked to her and I wasn't coaching I didn't have coach training at the time um and she told me that six months after that conversation she handed her notice in and got a job at the school Mm. it just you know for me like that's what coaching is like that's yeah that's the point yeah so I agree with you like just having these conversations at a at a local level in a way that makes sense and it doesn't mean you can't have an online business I mean I I, I want to travel like that's you know part of my plan I will continue to work online but I think it's the it's the underlying energy with which you do that isn't it like you can be the village witch energy of serving yeah um without doing it the ways that we've talked about so 
I think it holds a lot of promise like for me I think coaching is like so needed and so beautiful and like nothing wrong with it at all and like it's it's an incredible incredible thing and the skill set that you have to have to be a good coach is one that takes a long time to hone like I think good coaches are are highly skilled individuals Mm. at meeting people at communication at understanding so I don't want to you know I don't wouldn't want to see those skills go to waste like I think there's space yeah and And need we keep coming back to it right like we we I keep trying to leave I know that's it I'm done with it I'm done with it now and then after I kind of settle back into exactly what we're talking about you know values the way I want to do it it's Mm. importance uh the skills from within it I'm like yeah do you know what it's great Uh, I I love I love it in the way that I want to do it yeah it's a beautiful thing and for me at least I can't I can't remain in that world as a spectator and create it in a different way myself simultaneously Mm. like that's what I've realized and that's partly why I haven't worked with a coach outside of our coaching exchange in years because I you know I have the experience that I had yesterday where it isn't available like the coaching that we're talking about doesn't seem as available Mm. so I think that yeah and I There's think that is the end. Sorry. That's okay. Go on. <laughs> I, <was just> <laughs> I think, well, that is the, that is the hiccup with, with what we're talking about, you know, more locally sourced, sustainable coaching work is that it's, um, you know, you can't, you're the, the beautiful um, town butcher who, you know, grew, who has their own farm and you know exactly where the, the meat comes from and everything like that if they were to upscale and ship all over the country, they'd lose exactly the reason why you wanted to work with them, wanted to buy from them in the first place. And so you do have to sacrifice something. And I agree with you. I also want to travel and there are some things um, that I think you can do with sustainability from a coaching perspective in mind online. Um, But you have to be really careful I'm really specific about how what it is that you do and how you do it yeah I think one way that I'm already aware of and maybe we can talk about this in a different call as well of like what are the ways we're finding that make this possible um is like coaching directories so the person that I found yesterday the guy I was telling you about with the 40 pounds an hour charge um he was on a directory, a very specific directory. And so I think there's something about that that feels like looking in like the yellow pages almost, like it felt like that little throwback to like having those people gathered. You know, if we take the village witch analogy, it's like all the, vi- all the witches from the county have got together and been like, this is my specialism, this is my specialism. Yeah. Let's sit here in this hut one day a week where people can come you know I think that that feels quite good to me yeah absolutely and I I kind of 
I had that as a like a business idea years and years ago so we should basically set this up by the way but um (laughs) yeah creative but uh, the thing I find with directories is that often they're quite stark or they're you know they're quite um yeah I don't I don't know what it is there's just like an there's an odd flavor to them and Mm -hmm. or there's a a major barrier to entry like the payment charges are quite high or even for the person searching they have to be a a payment a paid member and those kinds of things so Mm -hmm. I think yeah there's there's nothing there's nothing perfect that I've found yeah apart from the idea that I have in my head (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you should do it you should do it um yeah I think I would love to just invite anyone who's listening to this who wants to join in this conversation to I mean I won't speak for you but I'm definitely open to receiving emails um I mean comments on the YouTube thing but private emails if you want to talk about this because I think it can be a little bit confronting if you're really in that world and you kind of haven't yet uh, maybe this is the first time you're seeing it through this lens or this feels shocking or, or difficult for you. Um, my my email's open to talk about this more if, if anyone wants to. Yeah, absolutely. I I think it's, that's this one thing when I, when my bubble burst, I was like, oh my gosh, all of these, um, everything that I've been trying to build, everything that I've been putting all my time and energy into is is not what I want or I've been swept up in something that is not true to me um and it was it was really confronting and also now a few years down the line I'm looking back at where I was prior to that being swept up and there's there's a real element of sadness there for the relationships that I built before I was like I want to go over here or the the people who I who I met and no longer talk to or the you know networking groups that I was a part of that I'm no longer am because they weren't talking about the kind of the high-end income stuff that I got swept up in um and there's a yeah there was a loss there about what could have been but yeah I feel that too I think you come in most people come in do their training and they start with the most pure, incredible, beautiful intentions for this work. And they often have very tender, sensitive hearts as well. Um, and I think that I think the industry can harden you a little bit. I think it can mask that truth of who you really are and why you started. So, yeah, beautiful. This feels like a lovely invitation back to back to that pure intention that people start with yeah absolutely and to really to go right back to the beginning of this conversation like when when you're doing something or the thing that I try to bear in mind is whether it's replying to an to an email whether it's writing copy for my website or whatever it's just to not think about customers plural um Mm -hmm. you know to not think about um products plural or income but to think about one person what is the information that Emma on her journey through the the difficult world of Instagram and then all these the other places like what would she actually need from me she needs upfront information she needs transparency and she needs a human-to-human connection yeah that's that's the basics 
yeah 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 and we we get stripped of that intuitive knowing I think most people know that when they start yeah they they come from that place intuitively and it just gets stripped away so I think there's yeah there's a coming back to your own your own deep knowing on this stuff like you you know why you started like go back to that and it might be a long journey I mean I think this isn't an overnight change is it you and I have been on this for you know probably since we met yeah 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 or at least for the last you know few years we've been having these conversations and it takes a while to extricate yourself and to work out where you go from here okay if it's not that then what is it like I think that can take some time yeah absolutely I think we only really sorry my neighbor's dog is absolutely kicking off sorry <laughs> sorry. <to hear> that. <laughs> hey it's the postman oh Des- no <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I think we only really like our friendship really gelled at the point at which maybe our bubbles burst because we were like yeah. oh gosh um yeah everything I thought was true is perhaps not true pretty earth shattering experience to be yeah. having um yeah because you're grieving your own hopes and dreams for what your business could have been would have been yeah yeah it's um I think it's it's sadness but it's also beautiful opportunity at this point I think we're like we're potentially at a a tip you know we've got to reach that tipping point um and maybe we're still far away from that maybe not I don't know but I have a lot of hope for it I do too beautiful all right thank Thank you you. so much love